Hi, I'm Gary Bembridge, and you have downloaded the Marketing Unleashed podcast. You will notice, however, that the podcast intro and format has slightly changed as I have restaged the Marketing Unleashed podcast to the Marketing Mix Man podcast. Same great advice, same great tips, and a slightly different structure, but hopefully you will love it and let everyone know about it. Shaking up the marketing mix. Gary Bembridge in the Marketing Mix Man podcast to help you build brands better and faster. Visit the site at www.marketingmixman.com. Let's start shaking up the marketing mix. And on this episode of the Marketing Mix Man podcast, we are going to shake things up and really get you to challenge marketing and some key principles of marketing when it comes to footballers, sex, and underwear. And the reason I'm using this is on my blog, one of the most popular and most read postings over the years have been those about shirtless, semi-naked men, semi-naked footballers. And it's probably because it's attracting not quite an audience interested in marketing, but it certainly created the most impact and created the most debate. And I really wanted to explore about why is it that there are so many footballers or athletes or models or celebrities who are men appearing shirtless or in underwear in advertising? What is this all about? I mean, we know that women for a very long time have been treated as sex objects in advertising. It's been very controversial. There's been a lot of challenges. But it's interesting to see that men nowadays are pretty much seem to be almost as fair game and are being treated as sex objects to to sell things. You know, it used to be women. They used to feel used. They used to feel exploited. But, you know, men are being used much more. And this may be a cultural change. It may be reflecting, you know, a whole societal attitudinal change. And it's very interesting there. I've actually started a, a, a board on Pinterest, which collects ads that use men as sex objects and ads. And there's also a site that you may be interested in visiting, which is www.shirtlessmeninads.com. That's www.shirtlessmeninads.com. And that basically collects, you know, mainstream advertising, be it by Gucci, be it by shower gels, be it by whoever, that are using shirtless men in advertising. They're using men as sex objects in advertising. So there's kind of a serious side to this. It's not just designed to titivate. It's not just designed to attract traffic. But I do think as a marketeer, this trend probably teaches us three broad principles. And I'm not saying that you should be going out, finding shirtless men, finding footballers, getting them an underwear and putting them in your ads. But I do think there's three really interesting fundamental marketing lessons or principles that it does make us think about. And it's as applicable to what you're doing, whether you're a very small corner store through to a massive big multinational that you really need to think about. And these are the three things. The first of all is about attracting an audience. The second is about stopping an audience. And the third is about making sure that you have a message. So let's explore this whole thing. You know, if you have a shirtless man or a naked man or probably the truth of a woman in your advertising, you're going to attract an audience, whether it's online, for example, you know, things, you know, we all know that sex related search things still do hugely in advertising. So, you know, 
men naked, shirtless, woman topless, those kind of words are always going to attract a certain type of audience and a lot of them. The same with footballers or footballer's name, whether it's David Beckham or, or a sports person, you know, uh, Rafael Nadal or, or Ronaldo or whatever. You know, they will always attract interest. They will always attract traffic. They will always attract an audience, be it whether it's a sex aspect or be it whether it's a sports aspect. These are things that people are fundamentally interested in and will generate traffic. However, the question is, it also reminds us that traffic and volume is not the only thing that's important. What you really need to be thinking about is not how many people you attract, but are you attracting the right sort of people? So for example, on my marketing blog, at Marketing Mixman, I could write nonstop about shirtless men in advertising, topless women in advertising, and I would probably attract much more traffic than I'm attracting now. However, it's the wrong traffic. It's not people who are interested in understanding the principles of how to shake up their marketing mix, how to compete better, how to develop brands better. They're interested in titivation. They're interested in, in raunchiness. They're interested in, in voyeurism, whatever. It's the wrong kind of people. And you need to think about that. You know, often we think about how do we attract as many people as possible? You need to attract the right people. So you may only need to attract three people if they're the right people. However, you may need to attract 3 million people or 3 million of the right people depending on your product. But you know, really think volume, volume, volume is not everything in marketing. It's about using the right tools to attract the right target. As I said, I know if I write about shirtless men, topless women, I will get more traffic, but it's not the right traffic. The same as you create advertising, you need to really be crafting to make sure that whatever you're doing is truly right for your target. And that's one of the things that I always would do when I evaluate advertising. I always say, is it on strategy? But will it resonate with my target? And be really clear about what your target is, who your target is, not just the demographics, not just women 18 to 24, but what do they think? What do they feel? You know, what drives them? So I think that's one big learning. You know, you can attract a lot of people, but is it the right person? And in marketing, volume is not important. It's the right target, attracting the right people is important. The second thing though, of course, that whether it's a semi-naked footballer, or Rafa Nadal, or Ronaldo, or David Beckham, or whoever, clearly that will stop people. And you know, stopping in communication has to be the first key step. If you do not stop people, if you do not get people to pause and to look at your message, you have nothing. No matter how well crafted, how well shot, how well worded your ad is, if you do not stop people, you have nothing. So clearly the use of shirtless men, famous footballers in underwear, is designed to stop people. It's designed to create noise. It's designed to create impact. It's designed to get people to stop. And I think, you know, probably the use of men is becoming more interesting for many manufacturers or brands because they know that it will stop people. It's still unusual enough and and distinctive enough that it is going to stop people. So I think that's why we are seeing a lot of footballers and, and celebrities doing that. It, it, it Manufacturers know that not only are they selling uh, the aspiration, but they're going to stop people and cause debate. And that's the second thing I think, you know, you need to really understand, is what I'm doing, is my communication stopping people? Is it going to be as powerful as, you know, uh, 
for an underwear brand having David Beckham or whatever in, in their underwear. You know, I'm not saying you put someone in underwear. I'm not saying you have naked people in your ads, but you need to make sure that whatever you have is going to stop people. If you do not stop people, you have nothing. You've got to, first of all, as I said, make sure you're attracting the right people, you're going to talk to the right people, but then you absolutely need to stop them. I think the third thing, though, that is that, you know, this trend teaches us that stopping them, of course, is not enough. You need to have a very relevant and very compelling message. Of course, you can use tricks. You can find up some famous celebrity, put them in their underwear, and you're going to stop people. You're going to attract a lot of people and stop them. But unless you're not, you're not selling underwear, it's probably not valuable. But you need to have a message that is relevant and linked. So clearly, if you're selling underwear, and you've got some you know very aspirational football star or, or olympic gymnast or whatever it's probably going to to work you know they've uh, you know um louis vuitton has used michael phelps uh you know pretty much with nothing on in, in a bath that's going to stop people it's going to attract people you know is it relevant to louis vuitton time will time will tell so it's also very important that you know you've got to make sure that it's relevant we do see often the use of kind of shirtless men or sexy women designed to stop designed to titivate but it's not relevant to the communication so you know you've got to attract the right people you've got to stop them and then you've got to have a message that's short sharp relevant and compelling and you know i think it's really an interesting trend i mean the fact that it happens to be men at the moment is is, is kind of uh, a, a side point and you know if you go to things like uh shirtlessmenandads.com or you go to pin interest and search or you just have a look increasingly in magazines you will find increasingly uh it's a trend but i think you know the trend is less important than what it teaches us as marketeers of course what becomes also interesting is as it becomes a trend, as it becomes more normal, it creates other problems because if everybody is now using shirtless men, uh, naked men in underwear or whatever, it becomes just a sea of nothingness. So again, it's about the standout. As I said earlier, the, the, the other lesson that we can learn is it's still unusual enough to have impact. It's still unusual enough to attract attention. If everybody was doing it, if everybody was using it to sell underwear, if everybody was using it to sell shampoo, it would no longer be effective. So again, it's important about standing out and being noticed. And, and again, I'll use a, a silly example, perhaps. But in a couple of years ago, I think it was right back in 2009, I went to the American Academy of Dermatology Congress in San Francisco, and the city was plastered with all sorts of advertising targeting the many, many, many thousands of dermatologists in the city. So there was things like Ravino talking about it was a natural brand that dermatologists recommend. There was facial filler brands. There were skincare brands everywhere. But the one thing that absolutely stuck in people's minds was David Beckham in his Armani underwear all over the city as well because he stood out, not only because he was different, not only because he was a celebrity, but in the sea of everything else going on, it was a disruption. It was something different. So hopefully that's given you something to think about. Obviously, yeah, the, 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 the topic is designed to titivate. The, the, the topic is designed to attract attention, all those things I said. But seriously, think about it. Whenever you think about communication, ask yourself, number one, am I attracting a lot of people or am I just attracting the right people? Number two, am I stopping them? Is in what I'm doing stopping people? Am I going to get those people to stop, pause, and engage and look at my advertising? And thirdly, 
Is there a relevant, important, compelling message getting them to act? Or am I just stopping them, interesting them, and then moving on? And then the other point is, which is linked to this thing about standing out, is am I different enough to the sea of everything that's around me? So that's the action for today. Ask yourself, look at your most recent piece of communication, whether it's online, whether it's, it's a brochure, whether it's an ad, and ask yourself those questions. And if they're not, do something about it. Hopefully that's going to help you shake up the marketing mix. And until next time, keep shaking up the marketing mix. And here's to great marketing. Shaking up the marketing mix. Gary Bembridge in the Marketing Mix Man podcast to help you build brands better and faster. Visit the site at www.marketingmixman.com. Let's start shaking up the marketing mix.